Having a good time, John, Josh, and Alex. Trenchant analysis, John, Josh, and Alex. Good, good friends, John, Josh, and Alex. The final fantasy. Welcome back to the Final Fantasy Podcast. I'm your host, John. With me, as always, are my two cute little restricted free agents. We got Josh. Hey, baby. And we've got Alex. How are you guys doing? Hi. How are you guys doing uh, this wonderful day? <laughs> I'm doing well. Sorry. Fine. Are you fine or are you well? Make up your mind. Well, if you weren't fine before, you're going to be fine. You're, you're going to be fine. We'll, He's going to be thinking about this for the next half an hour. We should yeah, just move on. Move on. Fine. Uh, yeah, guys, it's a, it's a balmy 50 degrees here. Uh, winter weather. Uh, good little Wednesday. Uh, uh, any, anything exciting happening to you guys today? Anything fun? Nope. I heard you guys both mentioned before that you both busted ass today on uh, some refrozen, some water, some water slicks. Yeah, I guess that did happen to me today. I fell in the wind of my car like an idiot. I bet it looked really funny. I bet it looked. It funny. probably did. Too bad I wasn't there. Well, we'll get it next time. But uh, yeah, boys, uh, rolling in, rolling out. Uh, some some stuff occurring. NFL news. We uh, we now have the ability to to put on those tags, those franchise tags, those transition transition tags uh for some upcoming free agents uh but before we get into that guys i kind of want to talk about uh i've been watching the show uh ted lasso have you guys seen it yes i have i haven't it's really great um finished it in like a two-day span and then i was super bummed because i thought there i thought because i was so far like late getting into it that i just assumed there was already two seasons of it of course there were not um but I really liked it. Uh, really fun, really sweet, kind of a, kind of a feel good. Um, I know Alex that he watched it. Um, but yeah, it was just a kind of a fun little watch. I know it's not really uh, fantasy football related or even football related, other than you know the football of a sort. Yeah, football of a We've sort. We established last episode that this is now an Equalizer podcast. So oh yeah, I forgot you about the last episode of the Equalizer or not. I, I thought we were going to talk about the Equalizer two. With Wait a minute. Wait, there's an Equalizer 2 now? Nope, this is strictly a television series Equalizer show. You're way off, Josh. It was uh, I thought it was where you were going to rewatch the Equalizer 2 every episode for 50 weeks. Uh, well, Alex is wrong. And um... uh, Well, guys, I'm going to let you know, I know everything that there is to know about the Equalizer, but maybe for our listeners, you could explain it and... Um... Just for them, so they know, Josh. Yeah, go ahead and explain it, Josh. Floor is yours. Yeah, well, it's a show about Queen Latifah. She's the Equalizer. The what's the, her name? Her character. The Equalizer. That's her like. That's her like given name. Yeah, oh, she's cool. she's Equalizer. Oh, I like it. Hi, I'm, well, wouldn't she be Equalizer? Why would that be? Because <laughs> there's not two L's in Equalizer. It's right. apostrophe L. Iser is her name. Okay. What does she do for a Establish that in the first episode if you had watched it, John. So 
Well, I I did watch the first episode. Yeah, we did watch the first episode right after the Super Bowl. So up yours, Josh. I think I know more about Equalizer than you do. And I also know that she works outside the law. And much like being outside the law, some of the players we're going to talk about today are outside their teams because they don't have contracts anymore. (laughs) I just, before we get into that, uh, John and Josh, I just got something to tell you little little, uh, fun fact it's that mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell oh man chew on that Hmm. that obviously means that jj watt is going to be a baltimore raven doubt with that being said everyone is doing the the kind of taylor swift like uh reading into things and trying to figure out what it means josh what do you what team do you think that means he's going to off the top of your head well um I, I would have to guess the Bills would be my guess. Okay. I don't know if that change, like his tweet changes my pick, but I think that's where he ends up. Somebody so, said on Twitter that mitochondria means Michigan in Latin, and I'm sure that's not correct, but that definitely means that he's going to the Lions, baby. Well, I mean, I think that both of those are possibilities, but I have an even better one. Um, I actually have two theories on this and I am going to use the tweet because I'm not Josh and I listen to the questions that are asked of me, Josh. Um, but um, when he said mitochondria is the energy of the cells, I would have said, Alex, can you... Powerhouse of the, the cell. The powerhouse of the cell. Now powerhouse that you know requires energy. And where do the Browns play? They play at First Energy Stadium. So I think he's going to the Browns or he has cancer. I think he's inspired... Chargers, wouldn't that make equal sense? Well, it would make equalizer. equalizer. <laughs> it would make equalizer sense. Uh, but no, I, I think it, I think it means he's dying, and he's just like you know having fun with his last. Uh, I think he has been inspired the way our humble host has by the Apple Plus TV series Ted Lasso, and he's going to go over to jolly old England and coach a soccer team. Josh, I hear dog barking in the back. Josh, control your dog. Can you put that dog on a leash? Thank you very much. Uh, but yeah, I, I agree. He should. Uh, he should go. Not He's a player, though, so he can't go coach soccer. He just has to go play soccer. Um, I think that would be great. A really great He'd end. Player coach. That's true. He could. A great end to a great career. Uh, yeah, uh, moving on from there. Guys, I, uh, did some, I was doing some research earlier, and then something piqued my interest, a certain number. Uh, and just... So you guys, I'm just going to throw this out there. Josh, what are the two best numbers? Oh, easy. 17 and uh, 96. Really? 17 and 96? That's not what I thought you were going to say. Alex, what are the best numbers? Six and nine, baby. That's it. Now, 69. There was one player. One I guy. said six and nine. Okay, well, yeah. you get, Oh, my God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Two different numbers. But whatever, this is one number. I thought, Josh, for sure you were going to say 420 and 69 because that's like your go-to. You didn't. Um, but still, Alex got got us there. Uh, I was thinking to myself, I was like, I wonder how many players scored 69, exactly 69 fantasy points this year. And you know how many there were? One. 120? There was one. There was not 420, Shaq. Can I take a guess who it was? Uh, yeah, honestly, if you want to take a crack, I don't think you're going to get it. It's a little bit of a toughie. Um, he was on my roster for a time this season, and I did start him. Oh. One time. I started him one time. Oh, damn. Well, um, I was going to say Alvin Kamara, 
in PPR, maybe, but I don't know. No, I think he's saying the entire season. Yeah, I mean the entire season, not just one game over the course of the oh. entire season. Well, that's. I was going to say, I'm like, because when you said that, I was like, Alvin Kamara was like, he scored way more than season end points. Uh, I'll say Johnny Smith. Johnny Smith. Alex, do you have a guess? Is it a kicker? It is not a kicker. Wow, you really chopped up there. Uh, it's not a kicker. It's a running back, actually. So that Ooh. automatically means Josh's guess is, is now invalid. Um, I don't know. I really don't have a guess. Uh, Do you want me to tell you? Go for it. Uh, there's a guy named Salvin Ahmed, Miami Dolphins running back. Uh, so this episode is dedicated to him. Thanks for doing what you do. Not all heroes wear capes. Thanks for scoring that 69, Bertraccio. Nice. Um, <laughs> nice. Uh, but yeah, uh, moving on. Uh, yeah, as of the ninth, uh, franchise tags, transition transition tags are now uh, available to be slapped on some players. Uh, and just before we get in, I mean, you, you guys – you guys get the general gist of the franchise tag, transition tag. Um, I get the general gist of it and the concept, the nitty gritty and not, you know, a hundred percent on, you're more of the details uh, guy there. Yeah. Well, for Curious anyone who- Do they actually put a tag upon them? Yes, they do. They, uh, they put it on their fingers, their fingy. They their definitely fingers. would if they could. Yeah, they probably would. Uh, but yeah, for, for those of you that don't know, and yeah, like obviously there's, you know, lots of nitty gritty that goes into a lot of this stuff, but for people who don't know, so the, the transition tag is a little bit different than the franchise tag. So a transition tag takes a 10 year position average. Um, so it's a lot, it's a lot, it's less money than the franchise tag. And what it also allows you is to sign an offer sheet from a different team. So if you played for the Browns, Alex, and they put the transition tag on you, and the Bengals made you an offer that was better money, you could absolutely sign that, but the Browns would have an opportunity to match it. And then you would stick with the Browns if you signed that, if they, if they matched it. Now, where- the, the, the only team could only offer on, a, on that 10 year uh, average. Yeah, so essentially, well, no, 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 no. The other team can offer whatever they want. You're not on their roster. The transition tag is specifically for the team doing it. So the franchise tag on the other hand is the uh, five, a five year, position average so it's more money so this year uh if Dak Prescott is to get it last year he played on it I believe it was like 31 million this year it would be 37 um all guaranteed but in the franchise tag you can't sign an offer sheet with anyone else you're there for a year guaranteed money um that's just it so and now the the franchise tag they can just apply it to what how many players uh I believe one 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 but and they can how many times can they do it to the same player? I believe it is three. Ugh. But I could be wrong. I want to... That's so weird. I want to look it up because I know this will be Dak Prescott. Yeah, it is three times. Um, yeah, so if Dak Prescott isn't... And that's the thing. And that, that was going to lead me in my next kind of question uh, for you guys is like they said, there's a lot of players who like Dak Prescott um, who would be my answer... Uh, to the question I'm going to ask you, and this is really more of kind of a fun question. Um, players on some teams where they're, you know, they're not getting the respect, they're not getting the, you know, they're not getting the money. They're clearly not going to get any, you know, you know, long-term contract. Uh, who would be the players that you guys just like, just, you wish you could just set them free. You could just go like, 
take an axe to like the the chains on the 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 gates of the whatever team they play for the stadium they play for just let them run and say go go like who would that be for you guys because for me it's Dak Prescott um obviously 31 million and 37 million dollars is a lot of money absolutely but I mean when you look around the league there are guys who are not even half as talented as he is making far far more um yeah do you guys have any guys in your in your head that you were just like just want uh, out. I don't know if it completely follows your prompt because this guy definitely has a future still, but I mean, I'd like to see, uh, and he'll get paid, I'm sure, unless he just gets too injured for the rest of his career, but I'd like to see Saquon Barkley play in a good team. And also probably a lot of those guys, younger guys on the Washington team, uh, just because, you know, I, especially the Giants, I mean, I just think they're going nowhere. I know they almost went to the playoffs this year or whatever, but uh, Barkley's cool and fun and, and you know if he gets healthy I'd like to see him be on a good team now, that's probably not going to happen I'm trying to think of somebody who's more yeah I'll give you some names of the kind of the top guys this year to receive the franchise tag right now Dak obviously Allen Robinson for Chicago Chris Godwin and Kenny Galladay are kind of the big ones uh, Aaron Jones is up there too for the Packers uh, Curtis and these Sanders. are guys who they've already been tagged uh, no, nobody, uh, as far as I've seen, no, since, since the night or, or since, uh, sorry, the 23rd, whenever this started to the 9th of March, my bad. Um, no player, no teams have actually done it yet. They have until the 9th of, uh, 9th of March to, to apply the tags and nobody's actually gotten it yet. Um, like Alan Robinson or Dak Prescott, but it's, it's likely that they will. I'll um, say, I, yeah, I'd like to, s- oh, go for it, Josh. Oh, I was going to say, Yeah. I would say Ellen Robinson. I mean, I do think he's a top four talent at wide receiver position in the NFL. And I'd love to see him at someplace other than um, Chicago. I mean, we'll see what happens. I mean, if he does stay there with Wentz, but I mean, to well, me, that's a, well, Wentz, it, Wentz, Wentz isn't is, in Chicago. Wentz is in oh, Indiana. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> they're still working with Mitchell Trubisky. So um but I, I think he's super talented and I'd love to see him in a great offense. Um, yeah, honestly, that would have been my second option. But I mean, even well, with, yeah, Alex, sorry, continue. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, Chicago is weird because they haven't obviously done anything to fix the quarterback so far and maybe they won't do anything at all. But I mean, if they're still trying to win uh, and make a run for the playoffs, I mean, you know, I keep Robinson. I think the, I mean, I, I would like to see Galladay go, not because I don't like him just because I mean, the lions are going to start whatever their 50th rebuild and they're not going fucking anywhere. So I, you know, Galladay's a fun player. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to see him get a chance somewhere. Well, Alan Robinson is, is an interesting one because I, it would be like, honestly, if he hit the open market, he would, he would get paid. Uh, apparently they haven't had any contract talks since like the beginning of last season uh, that just ended. Um, but he's most likely going to get that tag. But I mean, even without, I mean, what he's done the past two years, this is back-to-back thousand yard season, seven touchdowns last year, six touchdowns this year, um, almost a hundred catches in both seasons, 98 in 2019, 102 in, uh, in this season of 2020. I mean, the dude's uh, like the dude's 
very very talented and very very good it would be fun to see him play with uh, like aaron Rodgers or uh patrick mo or tom brady or like uh, just a really good team and the packers were there i mean i think if he does go they would make a move but i don't think that's going to be possible um so those are the guys like and those guys i think are absolutely going to get the tag that that uh that uh, guaranteed money, which, like I said, it's a lot of money. You think but Jones is going to get the tag. So what I think, honestly, I, I think Jones might get the transitions tag, uh, transition tag. Um, but apparently, like I said earlier in the season, there were reports the Packers did make him an offer that would have made him a top five uh, paid back, but mm-hmm. the the guaranteed money wasn't where he wanted it, so he turned that offer down. Hired Drew Rosenhaus as his agent, um, and actually coming out today. Uh, there is some apparently some mutual interest between him and the Miami Dolphins, uh, which oh. watching Miles Gaskin kind of play the same. They they have very similar skill sets. I think they're both they're both solid runners, and also really talented pass catchers out of the backfield. Aaron Jones, as much as like I'm a Packers fan, that's known, but it's just at this point the Packers really don't do that. You know, they spending the money on that when they have you know a guy in the, you know, waiting in the wings, but I mean, the Packers could lose Jamal Williams and Aaron Jones this year. So that would be a big hit, but yes, I, I I think that they might attempt the transition tag, but honestly, I think a team will make him an offer that will make him uh, a much higher paid back uh, than that will. Um, So that would be my transition tag player. And as of now, he's the only one that I've really seen that I think could get that. Obviously I think there will be more, um, but right now that's kind of where it's at. Um, Now there's some guys who I don't think are going to get anything. I don't think they're going to get offered anything and they're going to hit the open market. Uh, we talked about one of them uh, last week a little bit and Josh actually brought him up earlier. That's Janu Smith uh, tight end. We kind of talked to, I think the Jaguars are going to be the potential landing spot for him. Uh, no targets a lot, you know, didn't get a lot of targets near the end of the season, but a healthy, healthy 6.8 uh, uh, after catch average, which is very, very good. The dude's obviously very talented. The guy I want to talk about though is Curtis Samuel. Curtis, Curtis, Curtis Samuel. Uh, Carolina Panthers. A uh, couple years ago, I remember Alex. You drafted him in 2019. There was a lot of talk about him kind of coming on, and it didn't really happen. It didn't really occur, and so like it kind of fell off. This season, though, the back half of the season, man, that dude was <clears throat> a absolute stud. And he finished with 77 catches, 851 yards, three touchdowns, and also ran the ball 41 times for 200 yards and two touchdowns. Curtis Samuel with his skill set. Where are we thinking, Josh? Where are you thinking? Where you, what do you think is the best landing spot for Curtis Samuel right now? A team that uses, because like I said, he's a gadget player. Um, where do where you think? What do you think is the best spot for him? Um, well, that's tough. Um, I'd probably have to say Miami would be probably my guess, but Miami, I think that would be a good landing spot for him. I think, I honestly think it's, I I feel like Miami is kind of primed to have a great season next year and they're ready to make the next step. And I think they're going to make moves in the off season to, to get themselves there. So John, to to take a second while we were doing this, who, in your estimation, uh, and I'm sorry that I haven't done more research before this, are teams looking to spend a lot this year, this offseason? Well, I mean, yeah, I think Jacksonville is, definitely. Well, this is going to be a year, like when a lot of moves are going to happen, and a little later in the show, we're going to talk about quarterback specifically. Um, but for me, Curtis Samuel, honestly, I, I think 
Green Bay makes the most sense as far as a team that is going to spend money on wide receiver, depending on who it is. If it's Will Fuller, if it's Curtis Samuel, they're spending money on wide receiver. It's going to happen. This is the year that that will occur. Um, but honestly, I think if that doesn't happen, I think San Francisco or the Washington football team for a couple of reasons, obviously what San Francisco, they use guys like this. That's how they use their wide receivers. Brandon Ayuk out of the backfield, Debo Samuel, before he got hurt last year, running the ball out of the backfield, Curtis Samuel fits that mold. He fits that mold perfectly. And honestly, with, with Raheem Mostert, maybe not coming back. I mean, he could be a cap casualty on that team. I think it makes sense. 49ers make a lot of sense to me and Washington, honestly, I think the way they run their offense, it's a lot, you know, swing passes a lot behind the line. Obviously they're going to have a new quarterback. I don't think Alex Smith is going to be their starter next year, but you know, honestly, if they don't have someone pushing the ball, I think he would be a really great fit there. Who's the Niners quarterback going to be next year? That my friend is a fantastic question. Uh, the Niners, obviously, right now Jimmy Garoppolo is there um I think a lot of teams who were getting in kind of early and saying we're jumping into this quarterback thing the Bears have obviously obviously cooled off um the Colts got a steal and I mean that's something that we should absolutely talk about um I don't know what you guys I obviously well Josh didn't even know about it he thought that the Bears signed Carson Wentz obviously but uh uh, that that happened yeah yeah but Alex you you knew that Carson Wentz uh, is now playing for the Indianapolis Colts uh Uh just to review just to review what the Eagles got for him uh 85th pick yeah and the 85th pick in this year's draft and then a conditional second round pick for 2022 now that conditional pick can become a first round pick if two things if Wentz plays 75 percent of the Colts snaps in 2022 or wait 2021 sorry my bad or he plays 70 percent and the Colts make the playoffs so if uh, if he plays 70 percent and the Colts make the playoffs it's a first round pick if he plays 75 so I mean most likely it's a first round pick uh but still that's a 2022 first round pick and a 2021 second round pick I think it's a uh, a steal. I think the I don't know if it's most likely a first round. I mean, I don't know. Wentz really uh, stunk last year. True. Uh, I think it's, a, I, I agree with you that it's a steal. It's very weird because the Eagles seemed to want to get rid of him. And then it seemed like the ownership sided with Wentz over Peterson and fired Peterson only to turn around and give away Wentz for, for nothing. Yeah. It's very strange. I mean, I think the Colts did like, yeah, it's a steal on the part of the Colts. Like they don't, what's yeah. to lose by, uh, taking him on for essentially nothing mm-hmm. uh but it's very strange to me that the the, yeah. the, the decision making that the eagles went through to get there yeah and i like like i said i don't know what it was either i they they got fleeced though they got absolutely fleeced even if carson Wentz doesn't work out it's like whatever you're essentially getting you're getting a guy who who is a couple years removed from an mvp caliber season and like what if it doesn't work out whatever you 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 lose a you lose a second round pick. So like take a wash, you know, you still got that first round. You can do a lot. Um, but back to the 49ers, you know, the 49ers are kind of a weird one. And that's like, where he wanted to go too, right? I believe so. Yes. That would have been his first option. But I mean, the Colts, I believe were pretty high on his list. Because too. what's the name of their coach? Uh, Shanahan. Kyle Shanahan. Are you asking about the Colts or the 49ers? The Colts coach? 
Oh, no, the Colts. Oh, I thought you meant the 49ers. I brought up the, the 49ers. Colts. The Colts, yeah. Uh, Frank Reich is the name of the Colts. He was the offensive coordinator for that uh, Eagles Super Bowl. Yeah, team. and he was, his, he was his quarterback coach. Yeah. Or, yeah. 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 So I, yeah. sorry, I, I was going so, I mean, back he, to the 49ers. Seems like he got what he wanted. Yeah. And, and yeah, because it was okay, them and the Bears. And it's shocking to see like what, what did I, I wish you could find out what the Bears actually offered for him because it, how, how it could have been less than what they ended up taking is weird. But whatever. I, I think the Colts made a really good decision. It was obviously if they offer you that, you're going to take it regardless of whether Wentz flames out or not but back to your 49ers question that I think is still like fluid I don't think we're going to know the answer to that question until probably the draft I think that's when you're going to see some trades that's when you're going to see some movement um because like obviously they could draft a guy but it's still very possible because I know names like Sam Darnold are being thrown around um because they are still in the mix to draft a quarterback Justin Fields is definitely up there um so i like i said as far as who's going to be the starting quarterback for the 49ers i would say it's less likely that it's going to be jimmy garoppolo than it's going to be somebody else but at this juncture not really sure not really sure who that's going to be do you think the patriots would try to scoop back up garoppolo if he wasn't going to be playing for the niners i don't know honestly i think that there's it's a possibility obviously i i think and i've been gets reading some like tweet reactions to like people asking that question a lot of patriots have just like don't want them to do that um because i I wouldn't either but you know it's like you had him you know you had that shot i mean i don't i don't think he's completely damaged goods i don't think he's done being a starter i don't i don't see him going back to the patriots if you asked me that question a month ago i probably would have said yes but i think the patriots are going to draft i think they're going to draft a quarterback and i also think that they're going to sign ryan fitzpatrick to a free agent contract you can lock that in right now i think i think ryan fitzpatrick will start a game and i'm, I'm not joking either i think he's going to start a game for the new england patriots next year it makes sense if they draft a young quarterback he he's you know i think he's going to take him to the super bowl i'm calling it right now fitzy's going to take the patriots wouldn't that be oh my god can you imagine the super yeah. bowl Ryan Fitzpatrick versus Tom Brady and Patriots Buccaneers. That would be. I, I would stop. Uh, yes, yep. kiss. I wouldn't watch it. And, and he I would quit. Him, but he's got to beat Tom. I would. Got to beat him. Live in a cave. Would that mean he played for every AFC East team? Uh, Bills, Jets. Uh, who's the other one? Bills, Dolphins. Jets. Dolphins. Yeah, that would be all four. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> he doesn't want to win Super Bowls. He just wants to play for all thirty-two teams. That's all he wants to do. Tom Brady, on the other hand, just wants to win a Super Bowl with all 32 teams. So they're different, but the same. Uh, yeah, so, like as far as uh, quarterbacks, like I said, now that we're on this kind of tangent with uh, the 49ers, another big development that occurred, um, obviously Deshaun Watson, not, I'm not sure what you guys have heard about this, uh, about the Carolina Panthers kind of dumping uh, some players. They're freeing up a lot of cap space, a lot of it. Um, Kwan Short, uh, all pro defensive linemen cut. Michael Pilardi, uh, their punter cut. They're they're dropping a lot of lot of uh, cap weight. Um, do you think, Alex, watching a team kind of do that during the sweepstakes? Because Deshaun Watson's still the prize. Like if the oh, Texans yeah. are willing to trade him, which obviously there's still the possibility they won't. What do you think, Carolina? Do you think that is a good fit for Deshaun Watson? Um, I mean, I think it's an interesting fit. I think that, you know, he's kind of any situation is better than the one uh, in Houston. I don't know. I feel like Carolina really 
uh, you know, blew its blew its shot with Cam Newton. And I mean, I guess they've been starting over for the last two years, but you know, they if if McCaffrey's healthy and they have good players, and you know, but it, I don't know. I don't want to. I don't want him to go to Carolina. Yeah, I just feel like you know. Well, looking looking at it from like a fantasy perspective, Josh, um, you got obviously, like I said, Curtis Samuel, I think is not playing there next year. I think they're going to stick with the one, two option, but that one, two option is DJ Moore and Robbie Anderson. Both had tremendous seasons this last year and you're going to have a healthy Christian McCaffrey. Do you think, obviously, I mean, this is kind of a, probably a dumb question, but what do you think of the, the fantasy relevance of Deshaun Watson playing for a team like Carolina? Like do you, uh, I think it would be an improvement from, you know, last year playing in Houston. Um, I think Robbie Anderson is a good deep option. Um, you know, I like, I like his dump down options to Christian McCaffrey. Now what I've heard about the option, you know, the possibility of him getting traded is that they'd want Christian McCaffrey as part of that. I don't think that that would ever happen, but, um, you know, I like it. I mean, I think that would be a dynamic option for him. I mean, if he goes, if he goes to the Panthers, presume, I mean, assuming they don't give up McCaffrey, they're probably the favorite in the NFC or at least oh, yeah. up there. And honestly, I don't think it's that yeah. out of the question. I don't think it's that out of the question to deal Christian McCaffrey. He's a running back. So obviously there's a shelf life there. He's coming off of a pretty injury riddled season. Obviously, I don't think they will though. Cause they don't have to. I mean, they, Oh yeah, for sure. All Houston can do is not do anything and be obstinate, but like they have no leverage because he doesn't want to play there. Yeah. Well, what we do know is uh, shortly thereafter, all that capsules is done is that Teddy Bridgewater, old Teddy two gloves. He actually unfollowed the Carolina Panthers on all social media. And like I said, that can be taken in any way you want. Fake friends, you know, fake friends, but like, I don't know. Teddy Bridgewater, did he do enough last year to stick around? Cause Honestly, I don't think he did. I don't think they. I don't think he's playing there next year, Josh. What do you think? He's. Do you think Teddy Two Gloves is going to be back, or do you think if they aren't able to get Deshaun Watson, are the Panthers in draft mode for a quarterback? Yeah, I would think so. I mean, I don't know where they would fall uh, in the first round in terms of drafting order, but um, yeah, Teddy Bridgewater's probably not your option to win a Super Bowl. So. Yeah. And like I said, Teddy, he obviously played well in uh, New Orleans a couple years back to get the job, but it was just more of the same. It was another five and 10 season. Um, you know, it was just there, but uh, obviously. Yeah. It seems like kind of a placeholder while they're building up to, because yeah. they have been in this rebuild. I mean, I don't think the idea is ever he's that. A, he's a bridge over water. If you Thank will. you, Josh. Yeah. Good one, Josh. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, there is some, like I said, there is some noise. Uh, Zach Wilson, uh, rookie quarterback out of BYU. Um, he will be around there and he's going to get taken in the first round by somebody. So, I mean, definitely Zach Wilson is there, uh, but I don't know. I still think that they're going to go all in. I think they're going to, they're going to make a move for Deshaun Watson. Uh, but that's just me. What do you uh, think the, would there be any chance of, uh, I mean, probably not. What, what are the, what are the saints going to do? Well, I, honestly, if, if you're playing another year, because I know Roethlisberger's playing another year. Yeah, I, I was going to that. Yeah, I was just about to bring that up, actually. But Breeze, 
still hasn't announced his retirement. Uh, there was a really funny tweet that I saw the other day where it was like a fake announcement that he was coming back. It looked very real at the beginning, uh, but it was like Drew Brees announces he's returning for whatever season, 20th season, 21st season or whatever. But then below, it was like, it was like the storyline. It was like, uh, he wants to prove to his teammates that he's not racist, so he has to play one more year. <laughs> um, but uh, Drew, yeah, Drew Brees hasn't announced his retirement yet. I think it's happening. I, I don't think there's any way around it. The dude the dude yeah. just he doesn't got it anymore. He's not playing anymore. But so what are they gonna just roll with Winston? I think so, yeah. I, I would give him to yeah. Winston. And actually I'll throw this one over to Josh. Who do you think? Taysom Taysom Thrill or James Winston, starting quarterback in New Orleans? I as much as I love Taysom Hill, I, I do think it will probably be uh, James Winston if they have to go for a full season with it can't yeah, it can't be Taysom Hill. I mean you can keep yeah. him there forever to be like the like every once in a while yeah. kind of weird down quarterback but just yeah no. can, i mean but i don't think winston in, he can come in and fumble away some games. i don't think you're going anywhere with winston either well and you know i think honestly like they're not in a good draft position to take a quarterback they could take more of a project quarterback near the back end but i think if you're going into a transition year after you know a hall of fame quarterback is retiring you made the playoffs i think Jameis winston's a perfectly fine kind of gap kind of filler guy for quarterback. I mean, the, the season, he did throw 30 touchdowns this last year in Tampa. I mean, he matched it with 30 interceptions, but yeah. he threw 30 touchdowns. I mean, James Winston obviously has some talent. Um, 30 Yeah, right? 30. Could you 30. see them maybe tanking like the way that, uh, like the Colts did the year that Manning was hurt? I don't know if they get, I mean, one. is there, there going to be a big quarterback next year in the I draft? Don't, I don't know if the Saints are just bad enough to tank. You know what I mean? Like they're they're really solid defensively. Yeah, they seem to be in that weird. I just spot. I, yeah, like there there are certain coaches who I feel like have it in their blood to like not not try to do that, and Sean Payton's probably one of them. But, yeah, I mean he's not the GM. He doesn't control like what they decide to do, but yeah, at the same, time, I feel like he probably holds a lot of. Yeah, and I think if the I mean. Are you saying something, yeah, Alex? You I don't know. know. I, but I think if the writing was on the wall, I mean, it's possible. He wants it's, to win. Obviously, well, they would assure him, like, if you had a bad year, we're not going to fire you. Well, next year, I mean, the guys you're looking at uh, Slovis from USC, Spencer Rattler from Oklahoma, uh, uh, Sam Howell, that North Carolina QB. Um, so, I mean, there's some guys there. I just, at this point, I, I, I think it's a little early to speculate if uh, the Saints are going to tank. I, I don't think I mean they, they probably will. won't. I just thought it was yeah. I mean it's possible. I mean, really anything's possible. I mean, you're watching it happen. Particularly I mean, if the Panthers get sorry, if the Panthers do get Watson and then it's Watson and Brady in that division, yeah. uh, and Breeze retires. I mean, you know, you're gonna need some probably gonna have a not very good year. I mean, yeah. you know, you might not be terrible, but I, I don't know. Yeah, you're gonna need you're gonna need some it's February there. still, so I can speculate all I want. We can, we can speculate. And something that Alex brought up, something we can speculate on, Ben Roethlisberger coming back for another season. Uh, as a group, uh, their wide receiver core was the second most dynamic in the league. But obviously, Roethlisberger did kind of fall off near the end of the season. Alex, you brought it up, so I'll throw this one to you. Ben Roethlisberger coming back, do you think that's a detriment to their to their fantasy value? Let's take let's take wins and losses out of it. This is a fan, this fantasy football podcast. Do you think Ben Roethlisberger coming out is a detriment to the Pittsburgh Steelers' very dynamic wide receiving core, which may not have Juju Smith-Schuster next year? Um, or do you think that it's a good thing? Do you think he will settle back in and kind of do exactly what he's done for the past few years, which is launch the ball all over the place? 
I mean, I think it's fine as long as you don't draft him. Um, I mean, I, I you know, they, they have a good core and like you were talking about, like good talented players, like, yeah. and they'll, you know, if he's still playing, they'll, they'll, they'll get their numbers. They'll be fine. They'll probably have a decent season. I mean, I just said they might ever, if anything is just like, things will probably just get a little worse, whether that's reflected in fantasy or not kind of remain kind of doesn't it's hard yeah. to tell. And if it is, I don't think like, like they could have a more dramatic drop in record. And I think it'd be a less dramatic drop in fantasy production. Yeah. Well, I think there's a lot else going on there. I mean, they're, they're going to have a new running back. They're, they're going to move on from James Conner. Um, I also think, sorry. I mean, I know you didn't ask about wins or losses, but I think if he comes back another year, they'll probably be good enough to make the, make the playoffs. playoffs again. Yeah. But I mean, I think that they're not getting over that wall again. Yeah. And you saw that at the end of that season where they fell off. I think that's just going to keep, I mean, I think they'll be good. They have a good team. Tomlin's a good coach, but I don't think with him there, like they'll get over that hump again, you know, but yeah, again, you know, having a, I get it. If you don't have another quarterback, because a quarterback, as we've talked about a lot is very, very hard to come by uh, in the NFL. So, you know, yeah. having, Not guy, I mean, having Roethlisberger go another year or breeze another year, like <laughs> makes sense. Cause if you don't have anything else, but I mean, at some point you got like, everybody's not Tom Brady. Uh-huh. they're not they're not Brady. Yeah, yeah. you guys are right not everybody is tom brady calm down josh thankfully there's only one uh but yeah so moving on from that ben roethlisberger news he's back he's coming back whatever um the old white men refuse to leave in all aspects of life um but uh back to the other side of the carson wentz trade so jalen hurts the jalen hurts era has begun how solid do you feel about the Jalen Hurts era? Do you think, because what I think is going to happen is I still think they're going to draft a quarterback. I think they are. Josh, you, you were stumping for Jalen Hurts near the end of last season. Uh, obviously, he played very well fantasy-wise. Do you think that Jalen Hurts is just going to be, he's the guy? Do you think he's the guy? And do you think they are solidified on Jalen Hurts as the starting quarterback for the Philadelphia Eagles? No, no. Um... I mean, I, he had a couple good fantasy games there towards the end of the season. And, um, but I went back and looked at like his passer rating and it was not great at all for those games. Um, uh, so I, I just don't, I don't see him being the future there. I do think they probably stick with him for next season, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, I actually can see Zach Wilson, who I talked about earlier, uh the eagles are on the board at six they're in the sixth spot i can actually see the eagles snagging zach wilson right now very early stages end of february um that would be that would be the guy who i think i I think they would choose if they decide to go quarterback at that point i think uh because like the next kind of big guys up uh, obviously trevor lawrence and justin fields are the you know the big two um but uh, right there after that, uh, North Dakota State quarterback Trey Lance, I think he'll be gone at four to Atlanta. I, I think Atlanta's going to be drafting another another uh, uh, new quarterback I, this year. I just see him as like a poor man's Lamar Jackson, and that's that's not a good thing. Yeah, I mean, you're looking at rookie quarterbacks from last year. As from a fantasy perspective, I mean, he put up some big games, but, I mean, you've got guys like Justin Herbert. Um, who, well, you know, and – Everybody, every quarterback does that for a couple games when you don't know how to game script for a new quarterback. And, you know, 
Yeah. And it happens, you know, it's absolutely a different thing, a guy who can move. I like Jalen Hurts. I think it's cool that he's there, and I think it's cool that he's going to get the shot to be a starter. I'm just, you know, it's a very small body of work here so far. Um, so I'm not 100% sold on it. But like I said, that's what next season is for. I, nobody asked, but I like Hurts too. I don't think he's really the future there because I think the future there is going downward. The, the other teams in that division are going to get better. Uh, and Philly's basically scrapped. I mean, it's crazy how fast it went um, from winning a Super Bowl just like three years ago yeah. to, I mean, I think they're completely starting over and, you know, yeah. Hurts. I mean, I think Hurts will play next year. I want to see how he does because he was fun to watch those couple of games. Yeah, It's not big enough sample size, but also I just think that team's going to be bad and just get worse in the next year and maybe a couple of years. So I wouldn't be surprised if they draft their quarterback now, but also what's the rush, you know, yeah. they're not going anywhere. Well, that's the, yeah, that's the other thing. I mean, you heard some of that, that stuff about how him, Doug Peterson and Carson Wentz just weren't talking at all. Uh, Carson Wentz was killing his plays, you know, the, you know, the side, like apparently Doug Peterson was not the easiest guy to get along with. And like everything that I've, I've heard about Carson Wentz, I, I actually just listened to Chris Long's podcast. Uh, he played for the Eagles when they won the Super Bowl and he had Malcolm Jenkins on and they were both talking about him. They're like, he's a decent dude. Like he was a rookie that year. He didn't really, you know, wasn't very outward, you know, not, they didn't use the stupid term that I, I hate to hear. It's like, just not a good leader. They're just like, he was a rookie. He didn't have to, you know, we kind of just let him be there, but apparently he just wasn't as like, you know, you know, rah, rah, you know, pulling guys together or whatever, but they were, no, it didn't seem like anyone, any player for the Eagles, because you hear that term like locker room cancer all the time. It didn't seem like anyone played for the Eagles really had any huge issues with him. It just seemed like it was from the top there. So, yeah. And I mean, like when you have a bad year, especially when you're the starting quarterback with a team that has some expectations, if you're doing badly, it's going to compound on you and it's going to get in your head and, and, so who yeah. knows whether or not Wentz has just lost it because like his, I mean, I, we were, I, I sent you that thing on Twitter, uh, John, about, I think yeah. it was Bomani Jones that was asking, has, has there ever been an example of a quarterback who was very, very good and then very, very bad and then got it back again? And I mean, people were saying like Kurt Warner, but Kurt Warner yeah. was never as bad as Wentz was uh, last year. I beg to differ. When Kurt Warner, really? when Kurt Warner was the bridge gap, but before Eli Manning in New York, he was bad. He was bad, bad. Uh, those years for the Giants, they were they were not good. Um, like awful, actually. So that would be one. But I think the tweet that there is some, there's absolutely some some stuff there. Like, are there a lot of other people I can think of? Not really. Um, off the top of my head i don't want to i don't want to stall too long for time but i'm 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 trying to think of a dude who who you know climbed the mountaintop fell all the way back down and then you know dug himself back out again but honestly i, yeah, I mean kind of ryan fitzpatrick and he's done it multiple times in his career ryan well, fitzpatrick nick, does it like every other year nick Foles played himself out of being yeah, considered an nfl starter in any way, shape, or form, and then turn around and won a Super Bowl. Now, but again, that was just it was a very good team. I mean, I think, like I said earlier, this is the perfect situation for Wentz. And I, you know, it just a bad when you're doing that badly, things just get worse around you. Again, it's just weird that they decided that the organization decided to like just kids. Yeah, clearly the the conflict was between him and Peterson, and they just decided at the end like, 
get rid of both of them. They're both gone. Well, uh, that leads me to his new team, because I honestly do think he, he's in a good spot. I think if it could happen, it can happen in the Colts. They have a great run game, great offensive line. Their defense is really solid. Um, but some young receivers, too. And uh, we actually talked about Michael Pittman. Uh, if his stock was going up, down, or sideways. Uh, speaking of Michael Pittman, he also he is refusing to give Carson Wentz his number eleven. Uh, Alex, do you think that's a baller move, or do you think he should should give the quarterback his number? No, he should make the quarterback give him. He should make Wentz pay him. Yeah, isn't that right? what you do? That's yeah. what God. Yeah, that's what Godwin did with Brady. Like, hey man, like do something. Yeah, yeah pay you, up. You get quarterback money. Yeah, I'm not handing you shit. And that's and that's like Tom Brady coming at you. It's a fucking the arguably yeah. the greatest quarterback ever to play the game and also yeah Wentz yeah has fallen off yeah the... Wentz coming off of a really bad year like no you're you you have to prove yourself and you can start by paying money for the number or get a new fucking number yeah just pick 12 or something oh yeah. wait yeah. Andrew Luck dreams but uh yeah no I think I think it's good yeah make the guy work for it um, so before I move on, uh, before we go to a break, uh, a few other things, uh, NFL news wise, uh, uh, Mike Tomlin actually tested positive for COVID-19 today. So wish him well and a speedy recovery. Uh, the Washington football team uh, has announced that they will have a new name and rebrand for the 2022 season. So we get one more year of the, of the, of the football that, team. That Bezos is going to buy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's look. looking to buy a team i have seen that jeff bezos is looking to buy a squad and it was funny he's looking to buy the he's looking to buy washington yeah because he owns like the post there and and move Mm -hmm. like it's only only in the nfl can like the worst owner be replaced by the most evil man in the world yeah by a piece of shit and some people are like it's like oh no man it's not so bad i'm like "Eh, yeah great yeah wait until he's there uh, but yeah, they, we'll have a new team. We get one more year of uh, reading articles where they're called the football team, uh, which I very much look I love to. that name. I know, I'm right? It's it. great. Yeah. It's great. And, uh, it's great. It's like stately. It is. But uh, following <laughs> up, uh, Aaron Rodgers, you guys, Aaron Rodgers, his two weeks stint on Jeopardy starts April 5th, boys. I know you, you'll both be watching. I'll set my TiVo. Do you still have TiVo? Does it do the little bleepy bloops with the thumbs up and thumbs downs and, and stuff like that? I do. Do people still use? He's been on as like as a contestant before, right? Every night on yeah. CBS. He won Celebrity Jeopardy. Yes, he did. Absolutely. Uh, he beat yeah. that, he beat that bald guy from Shark Tank. Yeah, good for him. Whose name I do not know. Uh, yeah, just host Jeopardy, bro. Like I th- I think he should play three more seasons. Yeah, NFL. I think he should quit the NFL and just yeah. host Jeopardy after he needs to play like three or four more years then no. he should let ibm's watson host it in the interim with a mix of ken jennings when ibm's watson gets tired of asking questions to people and then after let's say four years we'll give him four more years to the packers he's going to win four super bowls in that time frame then he can go host jeopardy and he'll wear his big clangy super bowl rings all the time and he'll tap him on the desk as he's answering asking questions uh, but yeah, guys, the, that'll fall for the first half. Uh, we're going to take a quick break and we will be right back with more Final Fantasy podcasts. The Final Fantasy.
And we are back, boys. Uh, rounding out, so last week uh, we kind of started with the Jaguars. Uh, obviously, last our first overall pick in the draft, worst team in the league. Um, kind of retooling a little bit after listening to the episode. Um, obviously, we're still you know recording from home through Zoom. On uh, the perfect world, we'd all be vaccinated, and uh, I guess in the perfect world, it never would happen in the first place. But in the ideal world, we'd all be vaccinated and. Uh, recording uh together in person but uh i will keep it on zoom so trying to get the highest quality out obviously we're still pretty new podcast so tooling around our first off season uh so we're gonna try and keep it a little bit more brief this week when we talk about the jets and honestly i don't think that's too hard to accomplish (laughs) (laughs) not a lot to talk about Um, what is there to say yeah uh obviously adam gaze fired uh, Robert Salah, 49ers defensive coordinator, hired. I like the hire. Um, honestly, I think I think they will be a better team uh, than they were last year. Mind you, it'd be hard not to. All they have to do is win two games, technically, to be a better team than they were last year. Um, but looking at their roster... Um, well, they won two games last... They won two games this year, didn't they? Oh, yeah, you're right. Sorry, my bad. Yeah, so they'd have to win three games to be a better team. So win, win those three, and you've done it. You've cracked the code. And uh, you're, you're, you're a Jets fan. You're a Jets fan. Look forward to it. But uh, we'll start off with your quarterback. Uh, Josh, I know this is your guy. A couple of years ago had mono and probably the greatest uh, sports graphic ever. It's <laughs> one thing. Uh, it's the him pointing at the screen and looking all badass and having to say out indefinitely mononucleosis. I don't think, can you guys think of a more iconic like sports like moment like a like a shot like a picture than that like because i i'm having a hard time it's the real butt fumble of graphics yeah i mean the butt fumble is great but honestly i think this is better i think it's absolutely better Um, whoa 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 nothing's better than the butt fumble the butt fumble is great but god just the like it was just the picture it was just like that stock picture that they were saving for it was that sunday night football or monday night football whatever one he was monday night football yeah because i just it just popped up again because there's this there's this twitter thing going on with like uh sports images that you your first sports image that you think of and someone posted she's like trying to look all badass <laughs> just pointing at the thing like sideways he's like turned very sideways. sternly telling you he's got the yeah. kissing yeah. i got the kissing disease uh yeah Sam i Rock- like how when that was going on a lot of people were like you know it's actually a really serious thing like it could cause damage and i was just like <laughs> he got the kissing disease he got the kissing disease <laughs> i wonder who the lucky person was uh but yeah sam darnold Followed that up this year, not a great year. Uh, 59% completion percentage, 2,200 yards. Obviously, he didn't start every game, missed some games from injury. I believe he missed five games, or four games, actually, yeah, four. Um, Nine touchdowns, 11 interceptions. So, obviously, hasn't really hit anywhere close to where I think people thought he was going to. Those those highs have not been very high, and the lows have been very low. Uh, And the season isn't that it's still pretty fresh in the memory, but just, I just want to see if you guys know that just off the top of your head, do you guys know who started the other, the four games that he missed from injury? Do you guys know who that was top of your head? Uh, it was, a was a Flacco. It was Flacco. Cause I pulled it up and just the, the graphic is him in green. And I'm like, shit, I just don't remember him playing for them. Uh, but no, Joe Flacco did uh, come in and play in five games uh had a game where he threw three touchdowns against new england remember that one uh so yeah uh but uh yeah joe flacco started quarterback 
from a fantasy perspective, it wasn't really great. You know, they didn't really have a lot of fun players. Near the end there, they did have some running backs kind of come on um, and have some decent games and put up some, def- you know, some decent numbers. Uh, uh, Ty Johnson had a big game. Uh, I believe it was like week 13. I was playing the Raiders, whichever week they played the Raiders. He went over a hundred yards and uh, old, old man, the old man, Frank Gore, Frank Gore was still hobbling around out there. I do love the guy, um, but he was there, scored two touchdowns, 650 yards. So not great, but I mean, he was their top, top rushing option. Uh, then you got LaMichael P Ryan, who also had some flashes, showed some flashes, but then he got hurt about halfway through the season um the wide receiver core uh honestly not terrible somehow not terrible alex you actually had one of uh their wide receivers he was a bench player like kind of a yeah yeah i mean i i didn't start him too often because for most of the season i didn't really need to but he was very good off the bench for me yeah um he's that that classic good player having a good season on a bad team where there's not a lot of not a lot of other stuff to go around, uh, yeah. but no, Crowder was good for me. Yeah, he finished off the season pretty solid um, and did have some big games there, bi-week fill-in guy. Um, there was some lows there near the middle of the season, but obviously we just said their you know main starting quarterback had a 9 to, nine to 11 touchdown interception ratio. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah, he finished with 59 catches, 699 yards. And six touchdowns. Uh, the next guy up was Brashad Perryman, 505 and three touchdowns on 30 catches. So he kind of did what he did, that big average guy, uh, lots of yardage on a few catches, 16.8 uh, yards per catch average for that. So pretty good on there. And they had a younger kid, too, named Denzel Mims. Oh, the, the last Mimsy, if you will. Mimsy. And he actually did play very well for being a third option. The last Mimsy um, played pretty well for them. Younger guy. So he could definitely be something to build around. And then they had that white boy. They always had the white boy. And I believe he was on the list of best uh, football names. Uh, Braxton Berrios. Anyone? Uh, you got to have a year in the AFC. So you got to have a white guy, wide receiver. Cause you got no John Pinasini. Well, no, Alex, we know now that uh, what we know now, you know, if hindsight were 2020, uh, of course, John Pinasini would have been the number one, but (laughs) um, you know, we're working with, you know, we don't have a lot to work with here. Um, Obviously they're drafting number two. Uh, They won a game. They foolishly won a game uh, near the end of the season and lost out on the Trevor Lawrence sweepstakes uh justin Fields sitting there number two josh do you think do you think the jets do you think it makes sense with the defensive minded coach do you think they're going to draft justin fields do you think they're going to go quarterback or do you think they're going to look elsewhere um personally i think they should probably look elsewhere i mean sam darnold kind of is what he is but i i don't think you're getting a much uh, better upgrade in terms of drafting justin fields um to me, I, I would try to rebuild around the defense and wait for a better quarterback in the draft. But yeah. I'm not an NFL general manager, John. You're not anymore. You were fired in disgrace, and that's why you're here. Uh, but I mean, fired. That, that makes sense. Yeah, I, I do get that. That does make sense. I think from a fantasy perspective, I think if Justin Fields is a week one starter, regardless of what team ends up taking him, I think he's going to be a really fun fantasy player. Um, he's got a lot of tools um, and is like 
super duper athletic. I mean, obviously uh, Trevor Lawrence has, you know, has some maneuverability and stuff like that, but I do think Chase, Chase Fields could be a really fun uh, fantasy Fields. quarterback. Justin Fields. What did I say? Chase. Chase. What did I say? Chase. What am I thinking? Who was I thinking? Chase Fields. Chase know, what, Young? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe it was Chase. Ohio Young. State. I am bad. I, I know all these names, but I'm bad at them, but looking at Darnold, um, three years in, you know, you see the other guys from Josh Allen is obviously, you know, probably the cream of the crop from that draft Baker Mayfield has actually, but, you know, played pretty well in a couple of his seasons, had a little sophomore slump. Um, but I think, I think those guys are starting to show, you know, some promise, Sam Darnold, not so much. Last year, last year, you know, showed a little bit of improvement, you know, from his rookie season, uh, but it, it, you know, came crashing down this year. Uh, Alex could be worse. Could be Josh Rosen. That's true. He could be Josh Rosen and never get a shot ever. And now you're just gone. I believe he's with, uh, he was signed by someone. Yeah. He's, we talked about it. I think he was signed by like the 49ers. Yeah. They, the 49ers signed him. Um, so like, whatever I, obviously with him, you know, there's still a lot you could see. I mean, he hasn't really had a lot of opportunities, but speaking of opportunities out three seasons now, you're three seasons in with the jets. Do you think Sam Darnold has shown pretty much what he's capable of, or do you think he has the ability to be a franchise quarterback? Um, you know, I don't know uh, if he's shown everything that he can be. And I think that um, I have a question. Do you, I know the jets have a new coach. They have a new general manager too, or is it the same? I believe, I believe it's the same. Let me pull that up real quick just to make sure because it makes sense that they would have oh uh joe douglas so yeah he's been he's been there so i think he's shown everything he's going to show in new york yeah and i think that if the jets were smart and i'm looking just at just on darnold's page on pro football reference like there's all these news news articles from the past couple days about rumors of oh the patriots have called the jets about darnold and the Bears have called the Jets about Darnold. Like, I think they should let Darnold go, try to get, like, you know, he could probably get a, a decent little turnaround for uh, for Darnold. I mean, it's not going to be like, uh, you know, what you're going to get for Watson or, or no. what they got for, um, uh, what the Lions got for, uh, what's his name, Goff. Um, but you could get, like, a probably a decent little turnaround. And, you know, you were 2-14, and 14, or, yeah, 2-14 and 14 last year, and that was by mistake. I mean, the way they played, they really should have been a one win or zero win team. Uh, so, you know, I don't know that they need to draft a quarterback in the first round or fields. I mean, like, if you think he's ready to go fine, but you're not going to be good. Like, yeah, that's the thing. Like saying the same thing with the Eagles, they're not going to be good next year. And if I can um, jump in, I mean, you have a backup quarterback in Joe Flacco who actually won a Super Bowl. I mean, he's not. Yeah, like, he's a perfectly fine placeholder for a bad yeah, team. Exactly. You yeah. can get by a season, two seasons with Joe Flacco, your quarterback, to rebuild around drafting a quarterback. I mean, yeah. I think what they should do is, you know, wait a year, see what comes up in the next uh, draft, and really draft a quarterback and let Joe Flacco start a quarterback for the first, you know eight or nine games and see what happens. Yeah. And I mean, I think it's good. Yeah, I was thinking about that. That's a great trivia question is uh, starting quarterbacks 
to win a Super Bowl who are now backups, who, who ever played backup. I can only think of two, which is Foles and Flacco. Well, there were, I mean, uh, who won for Tampa in 02? He was well, a backup was for Brad, a while, right? Brad Johnson. Yeah, he played it. He was a backup for a while, right? Yeah. yeah. I, oh, I thought you meant like playing now. Um, oh, maybe he did. I, I, yeah. I Sorry. Well, I think you guys are, I agree with both of you guys. <laughs> what I think will happen though. I think if they trade Darnold, they're drafting, they're drafting a quarterback. I, I guess I can't say for sure it's going to be fields, but. Um, Which is fine, but I think it's stupid to start him. I mean, I think it'd be stupid to start for the Jets less so than the Jaguars. Like it's good that they're not going to get Lawrence because I think they're not a good team and you run a guy. I mean, even if he's a ready-made like NFL starter, like, I don't know. I feel like the Jets have just run him into the ground, Yeah, which like could have, could be what happened with Darnold or maybe Darnold's just, you know, not as good as he looked. I think Darnold should get, I don't know why I sort of uh, have sympathy for the guy, but like, I'd like to see him make an effort or, um, get traded to another team or, or get a shot with another team yeah. yeah, just to see. I mean, you know. Well, I, yeah, so I, I don't I, think... If they draft Fields, I think they should still start Flacco and, and develop Fields, but they probably won't. Yeah. I don't think Sam Darnold's time as a starter is over. I don't... Like I said, I don't know for sure. Obviously, until the draft comes up, uh, I don't think we'll really know if it'll be with the Jets or not. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think the, the kid... I mean... It's just, you know, as time moves on, you know, after last year, it's like, okay, there's some signs there, but then this year happened. You're like, okay, the time's running out, I think is the main thing, especially like I said, with that draft class, having Josh Allen up there playing also in your division, not only drafted the same year, but playing in your division and playing out of his mind. You know, obviously I think he's, you know, Josh Allen this year solidified at least top five quarterbacks in in the league, if not higher than that. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it's gonna be gonna be tough to figure out. But um, I think the more important question for the Jets is, well, not really for the Jets, but for you know a former Jet guys, Adam Gase should be coaching. Where do you think he should be coaching? What team do you think he'll take over next year? I mean, he's so talented and so good. Josh, where do you think Adam Gase is going to be next year? He's got to be um, head coach somewhere. He's got to be. I think there's a really great high school team in <laughs> West Virginia. Um, West Virginia, the, West, the uh, uh, West Virginia Raiders. I think he'd fit in perfectly there into their scheme. He already right. got it. I thought he already got a job with Patricia doing uh, short order stuff. Oh, I thought we did Beachside Grill. Yeah, I forgot that they they we we found them new jobs. I think Adam Gase has actually already been fired. He he got into a fight with his manager, and <laughs> he was let go uh, shortly thereafter. Somehow the Shake Shack he was working at went one in fifteen, and they let yeah. him go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> how that happens, I don't know, but uh, it did. Uh, well, guys, <laughs> like I said, not a ton to talk about with the Jets. Um, but uh, obviously, you know, we're, we were uh, not, you know, they're, they're a bad team. They're probably not going to be much better next year. But I do like the coaching hire. And I think if they draft well, I think they could build something in the future, especially if New England's starting a downside, which could happen, I guess. Who knows? Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. Jets. The Jets. Uh, I don't know if anyone has any final thoughts for Jet, those Jets fans out there. You guys want to give them anything to be hopeful for? You know. There's no more Brady in your division, so. Right. Maybe they should get Tom Brady. 
Maybe they should. I think that's a good idea, Alex. In fact, I mean, it's at least a phone call, you know. Couldn't yeah. hurt. Yeah, I mean, you're not gonna, you know, you're not gonna. What's the the long distance like? Uh, They'll get a note on the fridge at least. Yeah. Uh, the real equalizer. <laughs> well, he equalized that. He didn't really equalize that division. He's the, it's the holy of trinity of equalizers. You got Queen Latifah, Denzel, and Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Uh, all right, guys. Well, we'll finish up. And uh, obviously, this week, uh, as far as uh, Hi, we, always, we always finish up with a little trivia. Um, so let's do let's do some Jets trivia and. Uh, like right right now the winner of this round gets the privilege to draft trevor lawrence and start him next year in our fantasy football league he has to be your starting quarterback you that's what you're playing for right now so don't mess up all right are you guys ready sure Yes. Sure. Are you ready for Trevor Lawrence? All <laughs> Go right. For it. Go right. <laughs> uh, what was the original name of the New York Jets? What was the, what was the original nickname for the team? Alex. Are you doing multiple choice? I am. Was it the Titans, the Bulldogs, the Flyers, or the Pros? Uh, the Pros. Incorrect. It was the Titans. Ooh, Josh, you take a lead on the Trevor Lawrence sweepstakes. You, you can maybe do what the Jets failed to do that season. Uh, next question for Josh. Uh, Josh, what QB... <laughs> Sorry, Alex. <laughs> well, actually, Josh might not get it. Uh, what QB led the Jets to, to victory in Super Bowl three? <laughs> was it Joe Namath, Johnny <laughs> Unitas, Al Woodall, or Boomer Esiason? Uh, Is Mark Sanchez. Joe Namath. You are correct. It is Joe Namath. I thought for sure you were going to say Johnny. Would United. you have gotten that if he didn't give you the clues? Yeah, I would have gotten that. Come all right. So he said. It's easy for him to say that now. Uh, all right. Uh, Alex, Alex, what nickname? Yeah. What nickname did Mark Gastineau, Joe Klecko, Marty Lyons, and Abdul Salam earn for the New York Jets defensive line? And this is one of the better nicknames for a thing. Uh, the Big Green Wrecking Crew, the New York Sack Exchange, Fearsome Foursome, or the or Gangrene. Was it the Sack Exchange? It was the New York that's Sack Exchange. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's, a, that's, a, that's a dope ass. It is, yeah. right? That's a dope ass, like little, little nickname for yourselves. <laughs> better than it's way better than the Legion of Boom. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. The purple Just, people eaters is pretty good too. That's pretty good. The purple people eaters. All right, I gotta give Josh a hard one now. The last one was too easy. So this one you I are bet you'll give him a hard one. this one you're not gonna get. Okay, Josh. <clears throat> How many fair catches did Jets punt returner? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wait for this. How many fair catches did Jets punt returner Bake Turner call on November 20th, 1966 in a game against the Miami Dolphins? Five, seven, six, or four. This is for this tied an NFL record for not returning punts. Five, seven, six, or four. You're never going to get it unless you just get he, really lucky. He said six. I said oh, he six. said. Oh, I didn't hear you. You're incorrect. It was seven. Sorry, buddy. Oh, uh, well, it was one off. So. I know. You, you should have gotten that one, and I'm disgusted in you. Alex. <clears throat> yes. Which Jets receiver was the first NFL player? To reach 10,000 receiving yards. This is the first guy to do it. Altoon, Eddie Bell, Wesley Walker, or Don Maynard? 
Say Don Maynard. It was Don Maynard. He played with that boy Joe Namath. All right, Joshy boy. This is it. Well, we've got one more question after this. We got the 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 the, the rubber okay. one. Uh, I'm ready. Which Jets defensive end had 107 quarterback sacks in his first 100 starts? John Abraham, Joe Klecko, Marty Lyons, or Mark Gastineau? I'll say Mark Gastineau. It was Mark Gastineau. We have ourselves a ball game. All right, Alex, this is for the win. Which Jets linebacker is best known for the hit that benched Drew Bledsoe and started Tom Brady's career? And he hit Drew Bledsoe real hard. Marvin Jones, Mo Lewis, Calvin Pace, or Jonathan Vilma? Mo Lewis. It was Mo Lewis, man. He like lacerated spleens. Lacerated I remember that. Kinds of. He started. So we can blame Mo Lewis for Tom Brady. Uh, he he did it to all of us. Uh, and you know what? You know what? Just for funsies, Josh, I'm going to give you a chance to tie, and then you guys both get to start Trevor Lawrence halfway through the season. We'll do a timeshare. Yeah. Uh, you'll get him on uh, Mondays through Wednesdays. Alex will take him uh, the other days during the week, and then you guys will split Sundays. Okay. <laughs> Which makes sense. It makes sense when you think about it. Sure. <laughs> All right, Josh. All right, Josh. Which Jets quarterback holds the record for most fumbles in a single game? <laughs> Jets quarterback with the most fumbles in a single game. Chad Pennington, Browning Nagel, Mark Sanchez, or Geno Smith? You know what? I'm going to go against the grain here, and I'm going to say Pennington. You are right. It was Chad Pennington. Oh. I thought for I asked you that one. I asked you that one for sure because I thought you were just going to pick. Sanchez. That was a trick question, and I saw it coming. That was a trick question. Uh, well, that'll wrap it up, guys. You tied it up three to three. You loved it. Good job, Josh. Thank and you. And honestly, guys, uh, Jets aren't the most fun team in the world. Uh, but they d- they have had uh, one of the more exciting kind of moments that ever happened in a game. I don't know if you guys remember this, um, but it was back in, uh, I believe, the early, late 90s, early 2000s. Um, they had uh, Vinny Testaverde was their quarterback. Uh, they he, he got hurt, and they didn't have another quarterback that could, like, enter the game. Uh, if you guys heard the story, stop me if you have heard it. Um, but so they had to play their punter. Tom Tupa had to come in and play quarterback. Oh, yeah. Uh, and he threw two touchdown passes, threw two touchdown passes in that game. Tupa touchdown passes. And Tupa touchdown. And uh, and he had the weirdest throwing motion. The videos are on YouTube and they're great. Um, but uh, yeah, Tom Tupa came in. Uh, uh, emergency quarterback and actually for how weird the throwing motion was and, and how, you know, not great. I mean, for, he attempted 10 passes, completed six of them. So get that he completed six of 10 for 165 yards and two touchdowns with no interceptions. So six passes at 165 yards on that. It's pretty bonkers. Um, but they did end up going back. They had Rick Meyer. Uh, they brought him back in for the fourth quarter and, uh, they he said 160 up, yards yep on six passes was that like uh, 25 yards a throw yeah it's a lot man that's crazy and, yep they turned back to rick meyer in the fourth quarter and they actually ended up losing that game it was against the patriots they lost 30 to 28 had we'll never know what would have happened 
had they kept Tom Tupin and let him play out the game at QB. But uh, very funny. He had like the tiny punter face mask and he had like the one punter shoe on at quarterback. I highly recommend uh, watching. That was 1999. Uh, guys, but with that, we will wrap it up. Uh, thanks to once again, and always to Gunter Volker from Jack Hotel uh, for our incredible theme song. You can check out Jack Hotel on Spotify. Um, I would like to thank all of our listeners. And of course, my two little sweet baby boys, Joshy boy. Thank you. And Alexia, thanks for helping out. Hi. Thanks for being on. It's been a blast. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at the FF cast. Thank you. And keep on fantasy. Touchdown. Bye. Touchdown. Tackle. Spin. Touchdown.